The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Hi, welcome back, and if you've been listening to reruns the last couple of weeks, thank you, and thank you to my Voice America wonderful producer, John Missile, for doing that. Um, today, we are going to learn how to market like a matador. Um, I was at a uh, CEO breakfast, and I met these two guys, and to be honest, I loved the name of their company, which is Bullpen Marketing, so I thought I'd invite them on. You can't tell a, a marketing company by its name, but I guess you can. Um, so Bullpen Integrated uh, is, um, they're going to teach us about hybrid direct response media, whatever that is, and integrated marketing techniques. And my guests are Jordan Levy. He's what he calls himself the left brain CEO. He's got over 20 years of experience developing media and promotional strategies for Fortune 500 brands. And he was senior partner at Media Edge. He was responsible for media and uh, promotional direction for clients, including Singapore Airlines, Burger King, AT&T, Jeep Dealers Association, and he developed the media and PR campaigns for top-selling home videos, including the Star Wars trilogy and Jurassic Park, and he worked with DreamWorks, Columbia TriStar, Sears, and U.S. Robotics. Jordan, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. And then, of course, we can't have half a brain on the show, so I had to invite the other half, which is the right brain CEO, Ricky Mintz. He's got over 20 years of marketing experience as a leading creative executive in music, movie, and consumer marketing, advertising, and merchandising. And he served as senior VP at Idea Place, the um, in-house ad agency for Warner Brothers. And he led there he led a creative team of 40 people for seven years. And under his guidance, they worked on films such as Harry Potter, Matrix, Ocean's Eleven, and he was at Capitol Records and um, marketed two of the industry's most visible recordings, Sinatra duets and the Beatles anthology. So welcome, both of you. Thank you. You guys are so cool. What a, you know, cool entertainment backgrounds. I love that. So, okay, let's just start with what's with the left brain, right brain thing? <laughs> you have that promoted on your, on your website and, and, and uh, in your bios. I love it. It's very creative. But what, why did you choose to do that, and how does that help you? You know, working we've been working together on and off for 20-something years, either as a client in the agency where I was his agency and he was my client, or together in the same company. And we always approach things from the opposite sides. Mm-hmm. Ricky always approaches things from a very, you know, direct and creative and, and, and um, tactical side where I'm always looking at things from more of the broad strategic approach. And mm-hmm. we seem to to marry well that way. Yeah, basically, I, I like the creative, and Jordan is a walking calculator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's funny because, you know, when you say you're in marketing, it can be anything, right? I mean, it's just such a broad career. But, um, you know, I, I think of myself as having those two sides of my brain a little bit, but um, I always have to put one to rest and then, and, you know, utilize one. So if I'm, I'm in writing mode, I have to put the creative cap on. So you can't ask me about, you know, strategy at, at that point um, and vice versa, but it's nice to have two people together working on. Um, so how the, so the two of you met because you were both either clients of each other or? Well, when Ricky, was, when Ricky ran marketing at Capitol Records, uh-huh. um, I was his, his agency. I was working for an agency at that time called Focus Media, and you know, I was the guy that he looked to for media strategy and promotion. So we've, uh, we've developed that relationship over time. And we, uh, we actually, uh, I went over to, after Capital, I went over to Warner Brothers for a while, and Jordan was in a variety of different media companies, and somehow we always bumped into each other at a little coffee shop on Ventura Boulevard in the Valley, and we looked at each other and said, one day we're going to work together. Good. And it finally happened, like, ten years later. Wow. And had, just before we get into what Bullpen does, because that's what I really want to talk about today, but um, how has the entertainment background helped with some of your more corporate clients or, or 
do you find it does it, does it is it helpful and how do you it's enormously it? helpful i mean i think i think what what it helps us do is differentiate ourselves in terms of service you know when you're when you're handling entertainment business um it's hectic. It's uh, anyone anyone who's ever handled an entertainment account. The pacing of it is very demanding. Mm-hmm. The server, the client service requirements are very demanding, much more demanding than you know a traditional package good account or even a mm-hmm. retail account, just because everything happens in such condensed time frames. Mm-hmm. So you know, we kind of pride ourselves on fierce client service to the to the point where clients are usually surprised that at two o'clock in the morning we're getting them things back. That they asked for that afternoon. Wow! There, there are a variety of techniques, I think, and specialties and, and ways to market movies and home videos and records. And I think bringing that experience to other um, type of companies has been uh, a value. Right. And the nice thing is they're not wrecking up hotel rooms. Correct. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> In drunken, drunken celebrity uh, brawls. So um, yeah, I've always said that too. You know, the corporate clients are. Um, they, you know, they, they, they're less work and, and, and more money, but um, but having that uh, background, it's got to be helpful because you can, you know, you can give give a little VIP service and, and move things along quickly if needed. Yeah, we come at projects, I think, in a different way. And as Jordan said, our pace, I mean, we turn stuff around overnight, and to us, it's, we're just used to it. Right. So, okay, so we were talking about, I wanted, you know, the, the, the listeners want to hear about these, you know, this thing you called hybrid direct response media. So what the heck is it, and how does it work? Well, okay, so it's it's just one of the many services we provide or one of our core competencies. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a number of years ago, Ricky and I were looking at you know, uh, the range of our business and realized how important accountability was going to be. And um, especially coming from a retail background, looked at retail more like direct response in that every decision you made could be reflected and instantly measured based on retail sales or daily sales numbers. Um, and working with a variety of direct response accounts at the same time, saw that that business was condensing and they were moving their product to retail much faster. So, you know, you, years ago, you'd, you'd have a direct response product, you'd release it on television, and, you know, for as long as that product was profitable, you continued to sell product over the television, over the phone. Today, you know, the second you see a ShamWow or a Snuggie, or Slap Chop, or one of these products that takes off on direct response before you could even make a purchase, it's at retail. Mm-hmm. Um, so the strategy in that business has changed drastically to where their their direct response strategy has moved from pure direct response to okay, how do I take how do I go from direct response into retail, and how do I create a self liquidating ad campaign that supports and drives retail sales. Right. And, it's and all that's really what the hybrid element is, the ability to use a direct response strategy to create a self-liquidating ad campaign. So as a client, what's great about that is here you are spending money on advertising, but the money you're spending is a little bit cheaper. The, there's a return, a potential return on your investment. Um, this and, be left brain talking. And we make, yeah, and we make retail go. Right. So, so give me an example of, uh, if, you can, if you can, talk about a, a client that came to you that's a, that's a good example well, of a hybrid direct response media campaign you did for them. I mean, the perfect example, that really we started this with Sears. When I handled the Sears account the, you know, eight years ago, um, we launched a campaign for Sears called Info, the Infomercial Marketing Program. And what we did is we went through Sears, through their department store, and found products that were unique and that could be marketed direct to consumer. They were still going to be at retail, and the ultimate goal was still to move product at retail, but to use the direct response strategy to elevate awareness, to introduce the product, and to create a self-liquidating ad campaign. So if you, look, if you think back six or eight years ago, there were a number of Sears products that Bob Vila promoted. Most of them were craftsman tools. And all of those products were hybrid campaigns where the product was available at Sears, um, the product was displayed at Sears. We were just using direct response advertising to promote and introduce the product to demonstrate its use, and then as a self-liquidating ad campaign. So we did. You know, we started there. We went from there to Sharper Image, where we launched the Ionic Breeze, which was there, which was on the air for about seven years. Um, was 
incredibly an incredible success for them. The air purifier, the standing air purifier. If you don't right. know what the you know, I remember. <laughs> but that drove a tremendous amount of retail traffic into the stores, both for the Ionic Breeze, but then of course for multiple line extensions and other products in the store. Right. So, the, so, so the clients on these kind of things can really see their direct ROI from everything that you do instantly. Instantly, and it, and then it, are you? I mean, we're we're going to have to take a break in a minute. But are you? When you say you're integrating, are you also integrating it with all the social media stuff? Um, absolutely. I mean, directors. What what happens is the re- the response mechanism now has 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 become a multi-platform approach. So it's not just television where we're generating that response, but we're driving those responses to the internet and creating an entire social and search strategy around response media. All right, well, we're going to stop um, and take a, a break for a minute. Uh, we've been talking with Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz, uh, both of Bullpen Integrated Marketing, and you can find them at www.bullpenintegrated.com. And uh, we'll be back in a minute to talk more about what they're doing with um, integrated marketing. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Don't be manipulated, brainwashed, and controlled by... When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. What is whole person healing? Via body, via mind, and via spirit. It's a dedication to the widest selection of healing practices worldwide whenever possible. Hosted by Professor Rustam Roy, a noted material scientist and the founder of Friends of Health, who will be here each weekend with the most in-depth information about whole person healing from the world's leading practitioners, spokespersons, and major supporters for this viewpoint. Tune in every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, we do take emailed questions, so you can email me at maureen at prinsider.biz. And don't forget, you can always archive any episode on Voice America's business website. Just look for my host page under Maureen Kettis or PR Insider. So um, we're back again with Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz, both CEOs of bullpenintegrated.com. And they are both uh, half a brain. We've got the CEO left brain and the CEO right brain. <laughs> no, that I don't know how I, how I like that. <laughs> and I'm half a brain today too. So we're all uh, we've got three quarters. <laughs> no, three quarters of a no, one and a half brain. One and a half brain with three people. 
They're Unless you make now. an ent- entertaining show. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back to fifth grade, obviously. So um, we were talking about the hybrid direct response media, and we'll get more into that a bit. And uh, But we, I also wanted to ask you about your integrated marketing um, what that means and yeah, what, what does it with mean that? when you use that term? Because everybody uses it in a different way. So how do you how do you use it? You know, it's interesting. When we started when we started the business. Part of our reason for starting it was we were both separately, um, independently working with a variety of small to medium sized clients, mm-hmm. most of whom didn't have a large marketing department, and most of whom were working with you know five, six, maybe even eight different agencies that specialized in different things. So they'd have an advertising agency that was creating print ads for them or television ads and then a media agency and maybe an online agency and a different agency doing PR. And, you know, there was no consistency in their messaging or in their strategy. And imagine the client having to run around and keeping track of all those different right, and uh, it's elements and paying them and everything. Yeah. And interestingly, we found ourselves with those clients having to write the marketing plan and try to figure out how do we, you know, how to corral all these agencies with them, holding their hand through the process, and realize, you know, we should just take over that, that role. That's a role that really needs to be managed on behalf of the clients, and somebody needs to be advocating the client's interest with all the different agencies. And as our past lives, we both were agency people, or entertainment, and we used to hire out a variety of people, and we knew in a sense, what we wanted and what would make our lives easier and the kind of um, companies we wanted to work with that were more of a full-service type company than not. Yeah, I think a lot of these, these kind of small to, to mid-sized clients think they're saving money by piecemealing it, and it's actually costing them more. But also cost them strategy. I mean, for years, and you, you read my resume, for years I ran, I was managing director at uh, Media Edge in Los Angeles, and obviously... In that business, I was really in the business of selling television. That's where you made most of your money in the big agency world. And, you know, when clients came to us, really our focus was on, okay, what kind of television and what does the television strategy look like? It wasn't done, let's start from zero, let's figure out how we're going to sell more products for this client, and let's not have a vested interest in anything. And where where we come to the table now is, you know, we'll sit down with the client and even if it's something like PR where it's not something that we internalize or that we sell or we make any money on, if it's the right thing to do for the client, we're, we're pushing them in that direction. Well, let's talk about PR. I mean, how does PR work into your planning or strategies, and, and why don't you make money on it? Well, one, that's not where, that's not where we specialize in. It's uh-huh. not our core competency. Um, you know, we, we tend to par- find partners to do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but for most, pr- of, most of our clients and, and most of the projects that we work on, it is an absolute compliment to anything we do. Mm-hmm. Well, more than a compliment, the way I think, I think the way we look at it is PR is the lead-in to advertising. Mm-hmm. It sets the stage. It validates the advertising. Mm-hmm. And the two really need to marry. Hmm. But then they'll and, get divorced. <laughs> we even <laughs> only in well, California. We live in Los Angeles. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, we we recommend we recommend a variety of different PR agencies to some of our clients, so we can work hand in hand with them mm-hmm. and really create what you know a truly integrated marketing campaign. So, so how does it work when you work with other agencies? I mean, how do you? Because you just talked about you know not piecemealing it, and now you're saying that with on the PR arm of it, because a lot of our listeners are publicists, so be, they'll be interested in this. How do you? How do you make it work smoothly? You know, I mean, the beauty of working with other agencies openly and accepting the fact that we all bring something to the party and we're not cannibalizing each other's business, mm-hmm. um, that, that's really where the, where, the, where the relationship needs to take over. Mm-hmm. And the client, needs to, the client needs to come together with strategy, identify and mandate the strategy, and then let the agencies work together to bring, upon, bring about the solution. And who takes, if it's your client, you take the leadership role? No, we bring everybody. I mean, you have to bring everybody to the table. Right. Oh, we we have brainstorming meetings often, and it, any participant in the marketing uh, for that particular project is sitting around that table. I mean, the reality is, for from a client's perspective, a smart client's perspective, having agencies that are competing with one another for dollars is almost poison. Right. Because you're basically you, you're vested then in trying to figure out how to take dollars out of the other guy's pocket, not necessarily you know, how to put more money into the other guy's pocket if it's the right thing to do. So to be clear, you start, you start with a client and you get an overall budget from them, 
and then you bring in your strategic partners. In many cases, they already have a strategic partner, and we'll just say, you know, we'll rather than bring it, rather than go and present a strategy in a bubble, we'll say, please bring in your PR agency at mm-hmm. the same time, so we're all on the table together. That's nice. We're all talking about the same strategy. We develop a bond and, a, you know, an agreement level on where we're going, so that everything's moving in the right direction. It's interesting. Recently, we have uh, a variety of record accounts, and when we're dealing with a record company, the timelines are just you know, explosive. So we have to sit down with every division of the whole company. So even if they don't hire some a PR outside, even their internal PR and their internal social or digital uh, division, we sit down and try to get everyone around a table so we can come up with what our part of the plan is or what you know, the whole picture, the big picture is. Wow. So how, you know, how do you choose your clients or what kinds of clients are you interested in working with and, and you know, moving into the future and, and now? What, who are you working with? You know, it, the interesting thing is uh, right now we're working with 35 distinct clients and we really focus on businesses that we have a passion for. And, you know, in many cases we've turned away clients just because, it's, you know, either, either it's a product that we don't, we don't relate to or it's a product we don't have a passion for. And, you know, we can't wholeheartedly sit down and say, this is something that we feel like we're the, we're the ideal people to be promoting. Uh, Jordan and I bring a lot of excitement to a project, and I think, you know, um, there may be a lot of other people that do, but it's one of the things that we're most proud of, that if we're really, if we're really passionate and excited about a product, then we don't sleep thinking, you know, we think about it constantly. And that's, that's what gets us off, you know, that's what gets us excited. Well, it might be what gets you off. <laughs> I set you up. There you go. There you, you wanted me to set hey, you up. Hey, not that kind of show. <laughs> so, so who? So, so tell me some of your clients. You know, because um, I went on your website. There, there's a lot of logos there. Well, we work with a variety of entertainment clients, as Ricky mm-hmm. said. We work with you know a, a good number of the record labels, major record labels, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, some of the home video labels. Mm-hmm. We work with uh, you know some of the bigger ones. We work with Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um, we do a lot of projects for them. We do a lot of projects for Sony, for Warner Brothers, Capitol Records, Warner Records, Sony Records. Um, we Sony do a lot Home of Entertainment. generation work for companies like Jitterbug Mobile mm-hmm. and UMA Voice Over IP. Uh-huh. Uh, we do a lot of cause-related marketing work. We handle all the uh, registration work for Avon Breast Cancer Foundation. Uh, we do event marketing for the American Diabetes Association and the MS Society. We've worked for NRDC and American Suicide Prevention Hotline. And then about a third of our business is pure direct response. We mm-hmm. talked a little bit about DR earlier, but, you know, we we did some work on uh, Snuggie and Slap Chop and uh, Fix The Blueberry Pro. Bush and the Fix Blueberry Bush and, and all those kind of products that we love to talk about. I don't know the Blueberry Bush. <laughs> yeah. Watch TV, well, you know, watch TV a little bit. You've seen right the now. tomato plants, topsy-turvy and, you know, the tree tomato and... It's, it's, it's a really interesting way to market, and the, and the reason we went to DR, it wasn't just to diversify our business, which we, we have, but it's, it's so interesting because the tracking of it is so easily done and done instantly that we have a true foundation for how a, proje- a project or product is working, mm-hmm. and it's, it's great insight because it allows us to tweak creative, tweak the media plan, and um, you learn a lot. Mm-hmm. It's also allowed us to migrate those measurement techniques into, you know, into Mattel's business, into Sony's business, into the record business. So we, we're tracking a lot of other businesses and are accountable to ROI results differently. What's a, um, what's a, what's a kind of a fun or um, the funny project that you've worked on in the last year that you think is really sort of interesting and extraordinary? And, and both of you need to speak up a tiny bit according to the engineer. Oh, yeah, you know what? We're, we're uh, sorry, engineer. Um, <laughs> we're uh, we're actually working on two projects right now, or one we just finished, and one we're we're working on recently for Mattel that I think we're having a blast with. First, um, a project called or a game called Mindflex, which was the is the first mind control game, and it, it's wild. You put on a this like headset and attach these things to your ears, and Wirelessly, you could control a ball, the, ri- the rising and falling of a ball on this game, um, just by concentrating 
and it takes the EEG waves of your mind, and the more you concentrate, the more a fan kind of um, moves at the bottom of this game, and it raises a ball. And the more you relax, the ball lowers itself. What's, it, what's it, it measuring? It, it's what? What's it measuring? It doesn't really measure anything. What, it, what you do is it's actually an, an obstacle course, and you move, uh, you move these different obstacles, and you try to raise the ball when it needs to go to a higher obstacle and lower the ball when, it hits a, when you want it to go through a lower obstacle. And it's a game, and it's timed, and there's a variety of different ways you can play this. But the best part about it was Mattel came to us having done, you know, I mean, between Barbie and Hot Wheels and everything that they do very well, they looked at us and said, we have no idea what to do with a mind control control game help. Yeah. And for us it was wow this is new this is going to be great how do we handle this? And it was you know part of the challenge was how do we convince the trade that this actually works? Mm-hmm. How do we convince parents that this is safe? Uh, how do we get people to buy a higher priced electronics toy in the middle of a recession when you know everyone's looking at or really focused on low priced gift items. Mm-hmm. And you know we as we were talking about before, it was up to us to come to the table with, here's an integrated strategy from induction, introduction to retail. How are we going to sell this? How do we sell this into the market? How do we sell this completely through to the consumer? So and it was, it was basically a five-month campaign that included everything from direct response spots to taking them to uh, a variety of different events like CES and Toy Fair and Comic-Con, et cetera. To an entire social program and viral program that we executed online. We built their website. We did everything. We, we shot even instructional videos. Um, anything that we can do that created, a, created one momentum, but to a truly a true path for how to engage first the trade and then the consumer in this. And how does, how's it going? Oh, it went. Last year was one of the hottest toys for a holiday. In fact, they sold out of the product by the end of October. Wow, fantastic. You can find it anywhere in, for Christmas. What a great calling card for you. Yeah, you know what? It's, it's even a better calling card at Mattel. We walk into Mattel now, and it's, oh, they're, they're the MindFlex boys. Yeah. It's kind of fun. And then um, a, uh, what, something we're working on right now, which is a lot of fun, Mattel has a new game called Loops. And it's basically, um, a, it's like Simon, if you remember the game Simon, mm-hmm. kind of Simon on steroids, <laughs> where you can play a variety of different games within this little electronic game, but more importantly, it also acts as a musical instrument. So they came to us and said, okay, we need to do something for pre-awareness prior to our usual and standard fall television campaign. So we suggested that we do viral videos. And the way we did it was we casted a band. It was almost like the monkeys. And we found these five great-looking guys, musicians, and they became the band Loops. And starting in the end of May, every week we'll have a different video of them playing this really interesting musical instrument. And we wrote songs, and these guys now have given, they're almost the personality and the face of this oh, game. Oh, how great. So it's, really it's going to be a lot on. of fun. I love it. Well, we're going to have to stop and take a, another break. Um, we've been listening to Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz of bullpenintegrated.com. Check out their website, bullpenintegrated.com. I think you can figure out how to spell it, and if you can't, you shouldn't be listening to the show. Anyway, this is your host, Maureen Kettis. We'll be back after a break. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, 
with Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again. This is Maureen Kettis, and we've been talking to Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz, CEOs of bullpenintegrated.com. And uh, we were talking about, you know, your campaigns with uh, with toys. Um, <laughs> how do you go from toys to records? Well, you know, Ricky spent half his career in the record business, so the interesting thing is we just recently got back in the record business, but mostly from a brand marketing perspective. Um, when you said record business, I thought to myself, you know, oh, the record business, aren't they having just so many problems? Is, <laughs> is there, there, is is there, there a, record a record business is the first question you ask yourself. Right. <laughs> but seriously, last year, it just, we just kind of fell back into it. and um, we, we had stayed away for a long time because of the troubles the business has been having and looking at it going, you know, we're just really not passionate about where they've been going. But um, a couple of the labels last year approached us to help them with some of their bigger brands. So, you know, last year we worked on the, the Madonna release and the Foo Fighters' Greatest Hits release and the Beatles' Remastered and Manilow. Barry Manilow's Greatest... Uh, what was Barry Manilow? The Valentine album, the Greatest Love greatest Song love of song. All Times. So, I mean, we worked on a lot of really big music brands, and I think that's really the focus that we're... You know, that we're that's the area of the music business we've been focused on. And, and deep down inside, I mean, music's always been a passion of both of ours. And if we could bring um, a different sense of marketing to the marketing of records right now, then, you know, it, it becomes fun for us. Right. And you're really marketing music, not records. I mean, no, yeah, yeah. correct. I mean, but ultimately, we're, ultimately we're focused on album sales. And right. Whether and, and it's funny, even. Even when people hire us to do DVD sales or even record sales or CD sales, it's not about trying to sell them on the web or iTunes or Netflix, etc. It's about selling them in store, in retail. So we have to really figure out ways to get people like you and me and us into store, you know, into Best Buy and Target and Walmart to go buy. CDs or videos, well, and, and it's a huge challenge. And more than any other business we were talking before, this music is a business where you know PR is really the big driving engine behind the marketing, and advertising is really here to you know to find some ways of creating excitement beyond the PR, or maybe even creating opportunities for the PR to play off. Mm-hmm. And because budgets are tend to be a little smaller, um, 
we actually take our advertising campaign and our suggestions and mirror them to the PR plan or so it truly complements PR and we don't override each other. So we get, you know, the the broadest range of um, awareness as we can. Why would the record business want just, um, I would think they would just want sales. They wouldn't care whether they're retail sales or online or... Well, the business has gone through a tremendous metamorphosis where, you know, if you think back when, I'm not, I, I'm not putting any uh, aspersions on, on your age or our age, but when we were kids, you know, we were focused on buying albums. And the album experience was a completely different experience where you, you know, you bought the album, you learned, learned about the band, you learned about the, you know, the different players in the band, and, and you developed a relationship with that band. Today's consumer buys songs. Right. Download songs on iTunes for 99 cents. Right. So as an example, um, I don't know the exact figures, but the last Madonna album, not the greatest hits album, but the one prior to that, the single was incredible and sold millions of singles. But the CD didn't sell as well as they had wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So there it's a different world we live in. There also used to be a culture to, to go into the record store. There was like a cultural... Absolutely right. Now there's not really a record store. Right, that's true. So I want to talk about bullpen piff. (laughs) Pay it forward. (laughs) Pay pay it forward, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know what piff is, you're not with it. (laughs) (laughs) Just add it to your acronym list. Piff. So you're you're doing a lot of nonprofit uh, organization work. Mm -hmm. And um, just, you know, tell me about that, that division of your company. You know, interestingly, that's, you, you had asked earlier how we met and how we got back together and both Ricky and I separately are, are very involved with charity and, and giving back and working with charitable organizations. Well, we both happen to be working for the American Diabetes Association at the same time and working on, a, you know, came together to work on, a, on, on the same project. And uh, they invited us both to Washington, D.C. to make a presentation and, and participate in a strategy brainstorming. And that's how we got back together. But... Um, it's an area that I let him convince me around the JFK memorial that I should uh, come into <laughs> business with him. But it's an area that that we really are, are passionate about, mm-hmm. um, you know. And it's also, you know, it's, it's an area that you can really fall in love with what you're doing. But it, it's an area because of our expertise in lead generation um, that our, our talents lend themselves really well to helping these organizations. So let, let's give a, a specific since you brought up the breast cancer that you did the mm-hmm. Avon Walk for Breast Cancer. They come to you and you do what? Like take 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 us through the journey. So Avon, so uh, you know, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's a Avon's walk is a two day walk, and mm-hmm. it's not your typical walk where you can make a twenty five dollar donation and, and walk three kilometers and be done. Um, you know, it's a real it's a real commitment from the perspective of the walker. It's a two day it's a two day event, mm-hmm. um, and in order to participate, I think the minimum this year is eighteen hundred dollars to be to raise to participate. So, you know, it's a much more difficult event to get people in to embrace and to get people to um, to register for. And they hold this event in nine cities across the country. Right. And, you know, we go into each of those cities individually. We put together the strategy. Negoti- we work very closely with the organization uh, and with their PR group and with their promotions group. Um, and we develop the strategy on a local market basis to, you know, to recruit walkers, whether it's radio, television. Um, we work with each of the radio and television stations to put together their walk teams and their promotions mm. around the event. Um, we work with different magazines and cable networks to optimize uh, awareness of the event nationwide. And then, uh, and then we work with the local teams and the PR teams on the ground to get you know, more visibility on the stations and on the media that, that we're including in the buys. Now, when you do nonprofits, do you charge a nonprofit rate, or how do you figure it into your business plan? Well, it it's, a, it's on a case-by-case basis. Okay. You know, of, course, of course, we do as much pro bono as we possibly can, but at the same time, we are there, There's actually an American Diabetes uh, Association event that we uh, have helped put on for 10 years in Los Angeles called the Father of the Year Awards that we are, you know, we... We kind of do and help oh, yes, out. Yes, I heard about that. Uh-huh. You heard about it? So it's it's one of our favorite events because we we put on the whole entire thing. We do all the interviews. We help them bring in fathers. We um, put on the evenings event. 
Um, and there's a group of people that do this with us. It's not just us. There's a great committee that does it. But um, we, have a, we have a great time doing it because it means a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we truly believe in that uh, charity. Okay. And um, so, so uh, let's talk about some of your other... Um, and if you like, on May 8th, we're doing Habitat for Humanity. You're welcome oh. to join. <laughs> You're doing Habitat for Humanity? Uh, have, you, have you heard about this thing? We, I thought it was genius. The second I saw it, we, we brought it up in, a, in our staff meeting, and everyone's going to participate. But Disney is giving away tickets to Disneyland, one per person, that signs up and works one day for Habitat for Humanity. So we took our whole company, and we're all going down a Saturday in May. We're going to build a house or something, and everyone gets a ticket to Disneyland. So for all of us, we're all going to then go to Disneyland together on a following Saturday. That's fabulous. And it becomes a nice little you know, event for everybody. And, and when we brought it up to our company, every single person instantly said, I'm there. Yeah. And it's win-win for everybody. It's win-win exactly. for Habitat for Humanity. Yep. It's win-win for Disneyland because when you get there, you still spend about a thousand dollars a person. Of so course, no. that's just to get in. <laughs> no, that you get the free ticket in, but you. Yeah, we get the free ticket in, but <laughs> it's true. You're not getting out of there without <laughs> you know spending a thousand dollars on tchotchkes. <laughs> so do you guys get a lot of free stuff? It sounds like you get a lot of free stuff. What kind of free stuff? I don't know. Maybe we miss those albums. You getting free stuff? Uh, we get yeah we get I mean we get albums right yeah. we get. We get fun toys from Mattel if when we work on them. Either we get the toys or we just don't give them back, one of the two, <laughs> depending how you look at it. Your kids must like that. <laughs> yeah, they love yeah. it. And how are, how are your, before we go to break, I want to find out how your, um, your clients find out about you. You know, strangely, we've been in business seven years, and in the seven years we've been in business, we really haven't participated in you know, a standard RFP review. Everything we've done to date has been growth by you know, just organic growth through referrals um, or through just you know, in- introductions from other people. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think we, I think we got very lucky because between being in the entertainment business in a variety of different ways and the agency business, all of our friends have ended up in so, so many different places that it's enabled us to reach out to them and be able to you know, kind of diversify. Right. I mean, it's it's amazing what the word of mouth will do, right? I mean, exactly. that's the business we're in. <laughs> we right, do a we lot of lunching. <laughs> a lot of lunches. We need to stop for a moment take another break. This is your host, Maureen Kettis. You've been listening to PR Insider, and we've been talking with Ricky Mintz and Jordan Levy of bullpenintegrated.com. Tune in in a few minutes. We'll be back. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between... Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities 
securities and real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. This is Maureen Kettis, your host, and we've been talking with Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz of bullpenintegrated.com. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So I have a bunch of questions uh, from uh, listeners that um, I wanted to pose, and it might get a little redundant, so try to maybe give some different examples if you can. Um, So let's see. Um, How does what you do differ from advertising? Well, it doesn't really. <laughs> um, it, it, you know, advertising is an element of it, but most ad agencies, you know, most ad agencies we've worked with in the past, they're they're focused on developing creative. That you know, they're they're focused on developing a creative solution to a problem, mm-hmm. uh, or to a specific messaging requirement. Where you know we're looking at it from a broader perspective of how is that messaging unit going to be used. What kind of media makes the most sense, and let's you know let's build a let's build a full solution that incorporates the advertising or the creative message with you know where it's going to be placed, how it's going to be used, what promotional elements are going to be involved, how PR can play off of that promote from uh, off of that messaging and off of those promotional elements. So it's definitely a part of what we're doing. Someone asked how they know when they how does a client know when they need to come to bullpen? Well, that's a right brain question. But <laughs> wow. How do they, how do they know? I, can't, I mean, that, that's translation. I can't answer it. Let's pass it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's interesting. I mean, you know, if you, if you have a product or a service that you want to market in some way, mm-hmm. um, whether you have, you know, a medium amount of money or, or, you know, a budget to spend on it, you come to us and we sit down and we try to figure out with you what a good direction is and a strategy for getting the word out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the interesting thing, I think, I think where we really come in strong um, is in sort of the non-traditional product challenges. You know, if it's... Like the Mattel example you gave. You know, yeah, where we've, been call, where we've been called in, and at least on, you know, where, where, where we seem to be the guys that get called is in, in, in situations where the traditional agency just doesn't know where to go with it or they don't know what, you know, they don't want to, they don't, they don't rely, they don't respect the, I don't know what the, the word well, I'm looking know, here, for is. Here's a good example. Here's a good example. We, we had a, an agency actually come to us and say, hey, um, we're more of a broadcast agency, not really a print agency, and our client needs, a, they have these goggles that are going to go to Iraq. They're going to be used in Iraq. And they have these goggles that they want to do a brochure for, kind of an instructional brochure printed brochure to send to the troops along with the goggles so they can get an idea of how these should be used, how they can be used, and what the benefits are. And we sat down and, you know, after a while and said, you know what, brochure is not really the way to talk to these people. You're talking about 18-year-old male and females who I guarantee you do not read anything. Yeah, they don't read their brochure. Right? So why not talk to them in their language? Why not create a little video and send over something, you know, a little reel that gives a, gets across the information but in more of a in a more of a game video way as opposed to a brochure and after convincing them of that and thinking about it differently and knowing who our target is and how our target would use information, we were able to do that. And they actually sent over little video players along with the uh, goggles, and everyone was able to sit around and watch the video in an entertaining way, in their way, and understand what the product was. Right. And I think use it. That's, that's really smart. So you're sort of like, if the, if the agency is, if the existing people are sh- stumped, stumped, I'm, doing, I, I'm adding Yiddish to it, stumped, mm. if 
they're stumped, they there call you, you guys. They call bullpen. Sort of. They, they call the menches, yes. <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all part of the same tribe, so we can <laughs> So, um, what, what are your um, before you know we, before we finish out the show? I want to hear what your future plans are, and if you have any sort of vision for bullpen, or if you're just letting things fall haphazardly, and there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious. Oh, that's a that's a left brain question. <laughs> <laughs> you you know, I, I, I think, I think our you. vision, you know, right now our, our vision is to focus on this ROI positive model that we're trying to build, and it's more about. Yeah, I think if the recession's taught us anything, mm-hmm. it's that it's that the traditional focus on um, on advertising to build brand to build brand awareness or brand image without understanding or tracking measure, tracking ROI um, isn't going to work in the future. And you're seeing more and more of these of the you know the, the traditional packaged good brands, whether it's P and G or um, or the pharmaceutical companies, they're all shifting to more of a direct response, fully accountable ROI measured advertising strategy. And I think so. So for the future of bullpen, you're sort of seeing that as the direction of. Yeah, I think I, I think we're. I mean, the the challenge really is how do you shift the model to focus on ROI without becoming so tactical that you take the creativity out of the mix. Mm-hmm. So you know, our focus is on how do we how do we build the creative model that still is ROI possible, right. positive. And you know, I think another thing we want to do, and we're starting to do it slowly but surely, is really working with companies and growing with those companies, you know, starting early with them. And as we grow and as they grow together, we become successful. Right. And there are three or four different companies we're working with now that, that we see that happening. Right. It's a wonderful it's a wonderful way when you're when you're done, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now, you look back and you go, I did that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I built that. It's sort of like when we met at the um, at that CEO exactly. forum when we heard the guy from Trader Joe's uh, speak, John Shields, John Shields. Yep. chairman emeritus. I mean, he can look back at his career and go, I built that from a small company to a huge, huge successful company. Well, we're running out of time, mm-hmm. so I just want to thank both of you for coming on the show, Jordan Levy and Ricky Mintz, the right – the left and right brain. Thank you for having us. <laughs> of bullpenintegrated.com. I forgot to ask you how you got the name. We're going to have to have you back to talk about that. Oh, there's a great story with that. We can get into that next time. <laughs> all right, we'll do that next time. And um, that's all the time we have. I want to thank you, both of you, and also thank um, John Missile and Justin Jackman, um, the engineer and producer. And don't forget to go to prinsider.biz to sign up for weekly reminders. And we're on every Friday, 1 o'clock Pacific time. This is your host, Maureen Kettis. Have a great week. Don't forget, relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.